0: it is aaron sands and welcome to king talk season three let's get smarter king talk king talk yeah that's me you already know it's your man's aaron sands and we are back yet again with another friday episode you already know what it is if it's fridays then it's king talk How we doing, how we doing, how we doing? We are back again right on a Friday this time. As promised, I already already dropped the um, number one episode. We discussed everything going on with that. As of this recording, we are still number one on all respective charts on Good Pods. That means entertainment news, indie news, both of those charts simultaneously number one on there in the. Like I said before, the big part of that is you, the fans. Once again, I want to thank everybody who've been tuning in and turning up with me in these conversations that we've been having. Um, but yeah, let's want to take time out to thank everybody for that. Also, we do got a lot of topics, not a lot of topics, but we do got a few topics I want to touch on and get into. Before we get a little bit personal about a few things that I've been kind of dealing with a little bit as of late And, you know, I want to see, you know, if you guys could definitely relate to what, I, you know, what I've been dealing with lately And um, I'll definitely get into that in a little bit But first, you already know what it is And you already know how we're going to start it off We're starting off with King Talk News There's a couple topics, but we're going to definitely get into that right now What's up, world? This is the Chief Mally Mal, long the Chief, and you are tuned in to King Talk with Mr. Aaron Sands. Don't go nowhere, baby. All right, we're going to get into this next topic real quick. Um, And this kind of just came off fresh. It just landed on my desk and everything. Um, it's about DJ academics and apparently he was in Miami. Uh, I think it was before or after a fresh and fit, um, interview, um guys, um, guys will be on YouTube, you know, interviewing ladies out in Miami, you know, um, apparently he was out in Miami and what happened was he got into an argument, um, with his girl. Apparently his girl was drunk and they were out turning up and everything like that. And what had happened was he, you know, his girl was wild and he had tried to try to put her in a place, but then she was just carrying on all crazy. At that point, she was talking about, he was yelling at, they got it on, apparently it was on tape. He was yelling at her, talking oh, why are you wilding? Stop wilding. You know, you need to stop acting like that. I'm the prize. I'm the prize. Just yelling at her, talking about I'm the prize and everything like that. Um, and that was his shorty. So apparently that went down, and I'm looking at the video, and to be fair, to be completely fair, this just dropped today as of this recording, so, you know, there might be some more stuff that comes out after, if it uh, if there is more stuff that comes out after that, then one thing we will do next week, will definitely cover it, but for right now, this is what I got, but I do have a lot of thoughts on this real quick. So, based off the video, which you can see it on Shade Room, because it's all over Shade Room right now. Um, he's basically just yell um he's yelling at this lady trying as uh, a girl trying to calm her down and everything like that. But you know, being a fat you already know how it is when you're when you're smacked, you know, you are drunk and everything like that. You know, you start yelling, you start being belligerent, things like that. Shorty took her um took do took academics whole hat off, threw it to the side. It, it was a bad look altogether on both parties, honestly. And um one thing I do want to mention is this, right? it's for my guys right a couple things it's for my guys if you have to tell a lady that you're the prize in a drunken fit you have to yell that you're the prize in a drunken fit you're not the prize you're not the prize you may be a high you may be a high earning dude you know what i'm saying you may be you may be getting a little bit of money, you know what I'm saying? Like, you may be out here getting a lot of money, more money than the $80,000 I was talking about before. You might even be in the six, upwards of seven figures. But if you're not carrying yourself as a prize, then you're not a prize, you know what I'm saying? Um, I heard something on Game of Thrones that was kind of similar, that kind of caught me, you know, that kind of caught my eye, and when I was doing prep for this particular situation um there's a game of thrones quote and i believe it went like this oh yeah i believe it went like this i'm trying to pull it up i've seen it but i don't have it in front of me um also while i'm looking this up like the fucking um podcast by the way you know what i'm saying You, you you gotta like the podcast because we've been actually you know dropping some gems and dropping some you know Good information out here, and trying to get y'all, you know, on the right steps to actually handle certain situations right. So definitely like, share, and subscribe the podcast, you know, and you know, spread the word. This is really important. Real real shit out here. So I'm trying to see what the quote was, but I think it was along the lines of if you have to say that you're a king then you're not a king you know um, and that makes sense because kings don't need to speak think about this example real quick right you got to see an IG model right you have an IG model and she comes into the room and she has to tell people oh I'm an IG model I'm an IG model Making a bio, yes, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that, and half the room probably. Like, oh my gosh she really is an IG model. And others would be like, oh, she's a regular Decla You know what I'm saying? So there's a little bit of uncertainty, a little bit of uh, a doubt and uncertainty there. Um, now you're talking about like somebody. Now you say somebody like Giselle Bunch and come into the room. You know what I'm saying? Or Cindy Crawford back in the '90s, or whatever like that, or or Tyra Banks, Naomi Campbell back in the '90s, or whatever like that. You see them walking into a room, walking to a restaurant. You you don't even there, There's no guessing. That's a supermodel. She doesn't have to say it. Other people will say it for her. That's a supermodel. She's lit. She's not just lit. Like she's top notch, a one supermodel. It's not a debate. Not even a little bit same thing with dudes you know what I'm saying like we have to do a lot better and just not not just conducting ourselves as such but also selecting our queens you know what I'm saying you can't come in here I can't do king talk and I didn't vet my queen properly I have to make sure the people that I'm around whether if I'm not only smashing you but I'm also doing business business with you I have to make sure that, you know, there's no bullshit there. You know what I'm saying? I have to make sure that if I put you in a certain situation with me, or if I bring you into a certain space, that you're going to handle yourself accordingly. You know what I'm saying? Because my standards is that I have to handle myself accordingly. You know what I'm saying? I have to handle myself at a high level if I'm going to portray, if I'm going to be in this type of space. So I could only want, I, I only, I wouldn't want somebody next to me that's playing beneath those standards you know um and a lot of that comes down to knowing who you're dealing with knowing who you um knowing who you're you know messing with you understand now to be fair if you're just smashing chicks and going to clubs or whatever like that if you're just out here fucking just to fuck then that's one thing you know this doesn't apply because you're just smashing the smash, and you know that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? You're not you're not trying to build relationships. You're not you know you're not trying to sit there and put put something together that will sit there and build. You know that you know you're not trying to put something together with somebody that because you could sit there and build with. You understand? So that might not apply if you're just out here smashing chicks, but it does apply. If you're really trying to build with somebody, if you're trying to like, if you're actually in a in, you're in a, like you're when you're building with somebody, when you're planning a life with someone, you have to vet them seriously. You can't treat them like you're just fucking them. You understand? And I think the the cardinal mistake that academics made was that. Even though he was with her, he didn't really vet her. You know, and when he vetted her, he didn't put her in those situations where, you know, you could see who that person truly is, you know? Everybody lies on the interview. Everybody could say they were out here doing this and that in the third back in 2019 or whatever like that. But if I put you in a room with people and I need you to produce. And if you can't produce That's a problem You know what I'm saying And you really have to resolve that issue As a man Like not even as a As a prize or a king Or you know Or a high, or as they say a high value man Or whatever like that You as a man You gotta be able to put Certain people around you That not only Can help brighten your star, but you could also brighten theirs. You understand? And I feel like that failed to do that. Now, there's a lot of people saying that, oh, he don't be stepping to dudes like that. And I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, the only person I could see where he kind of backed off of, when as a dude that he kind of like just took two steps back off of. Only person I could see that, did, that he did that with was... Vic Mensa. And I'ma tell you why. At the time when him and Vic Mensa was beefing, Academics was employed by Complex. So he was getting the back from Complex. This was before he really started. He was before he started, you know, going into like really doing like the YouTube and everything like that. So when he was getting into that, to that space. You know, when he was in the complex space, I feel like going back and forth with Vic Mensa, he would have had a lot to lose coming out of that because, you know, you were complex and you gotta kinda deal with, you know, who's hot right now. And even if Vic Mensa was somewhat hot, he didn't, you know, you don't you don't really want to mess that shit up. So outside of that, I don't really see him, you know, beefing with other dudes. Like I know he had a thing with Ebro recently. You saw my Ebro talking, about he was outside. But he, you know, kind of like jumped forward into that. So that's kind of a thing, too. So I don't really see how um, bringing up, oh, you don't step them in like that, you know, works. You know, I don't see that how that helps him in that situation. But what really helps is that he the next person that he deals with, he needs to vet them a lot better. You know, and dudes should take a take this as a lesson, too. Like, if you want to bring somebody around your circle or whatever... Whether it's a dude you want to bring around your circle... Or in this particular instance, a a lady... You know what I'm saying? You gotta know who you're bringing around... And you can't bring... You can't bring everybody with you like that... You know what I'm saying? So... As for the lady... As for his girl... Like, you know, she fucked the bag up... She fucked the bag up by not handling her drink... And, you know, putting him in a spot that now... You know got him pub- not, not got him publicized but now you put him in a situation that looks bad for his brand you understand and if you're starting to look bad for the brand that means you're fucking up the church's money and if you're fucking up the church's money guess what you gotta go and i ain't gonna lie to you if that was my shorty and she was out here doing this and i had a brand that i had to protect yeah she gotta go too because now you're fucking up the bag and you're gonna i'm gonna need that bag to help support us. So that's a really big thing. You know. It's a really big thing. So. Hopefully he vets better. And hopefully she handles herself better. In certain situations. Because. That was an L. Across. L's across the board. They they all get L's across the board for that. So. You know better. You got to do better. Moral of the story. That's the King Talk Jim. Coming up Next. We're going to get into some personal stories. I got some things that I got that I want to share. Um, and I want to drop a couple King Talk gems along the way with that, too. Um, and hopefully somebody out there listening can relate. So, you know, stay here. We'll be back right after this. Um, right after this. Stick around. guys let's get into it king talk we back at his man's Aaron sands um i want to get back into it real quick so ah all right so i've been kind of dealing with some shit for a little bit and um first things first i want to get into it i'm not a fan of change right and um at least bad change anyway good change i could do just bad change that i'm like iffy about you understand so recently i had got a um, offer for a new position for work i basically do a lot of work outside of my podcasting and everything like that and um in this particular situation where i'm at um i would end up when i accept i already um accepted it but with this issue the new situation um I was going to, I'm going to be like a manager of like my own, like, you know, team, you know, and then I had to have them run and do things that I need them to do while I handle the big picture shit, right? Um, currently this situation, um, the company that I'm working with, they're posing like a real relaxed, you know, vibe where i could you know come in do my eight to five or whatever like that and you know head on out so that is really a big thing for me because one big um when it comes out to my piece i'm a big fan of my piece whether it be professionally or personally so having said that where i'm currently at I'm not really getting it. You know, I'm working long hours. Granted, the money is awesome. And the money is even better where I'm going to. But at a certain point, I had to start questioning myself because I was feeling not only burnt out physically, but also mentally as well. And you never want to be in a situation where you're working and you feel mentally burnt out and you're just done you never want to feel that way and I say that because a lot of people you know they work you know a lot of people like people like are getting nowadays people are getting money online and everything like that people are getting money on YouTube even podcasting but for the majority of people they work 9 to 5 you know they gotta clock in you know in this particular situation I'm not clocking in but it's kind of the same shit still going to work still producing so shout out to all my blue my blue and my white collar workers doing their thing grinding putting in that time to sit there and support their family they get overlooked a lot and honestly you know they we need more of those hard workers because everybody think money comes easy and i hate to be the bearer of bad news it does not So, I say I have to say this, um, when I accepted the position, I was like really happy initially because I'm finally getting out of the current situation, which was bringing me so much stress, so much drama, and I'm not really big on drama, at least my own drama anyway. You know, I'm big on like watching other people's drama and everything and actually sharing it with you guys because it's not really my own so that's that's a big thing for me but i will say this when you have to go to somewhere you have to go somewhere and produce for produce for eight to ten hours you know for higher ups and everything like that the biggest thing you want is for your mind to be clear, you know, for your mental space to be, you know, 100%. A lot of people say health before wealth, but that also includes mental health. So, that's a big thing. Um, As time went on, I felt really nervous about jumping into this position because, you know, for me personally, I've trained, but I never managed. You understand? You understand? Like, I've trained people on how to do certain things because I was able to do it so well. I can teach others. And that's how I was able to do what I need to do. However, um, having to lead on a daily basis and be the benchmark for that success, you know, it's a big deal. It's a really big deal, especially when you consider, you know, the company that you're doing it for now to be fair i can't do the contractual obligations i can't really speak on the company that i'm working for but they do really big things in the financial market that's all i can say so having said all of that i um i was nerve i was legit nervous about it <laughs> but it's always good right one of the, one of the big things i think about is that it's always good to have good people in your corner that can help, you know, talk you through these things. I always feel that if you're meant to be in a certain space, you'll be there and you'll be able to produce and do what you need to do. And I'm not gonna lie, I was a little nervous about that because it's a new, even though it's a good change, it's a change that I was a little bit leery about because it was, you know, something I'm doing completely different, so when I look at it I was a little taken aback by it and after after a while you know as time went on and you know as of this recording I came back from I literally just got back from my last day at this position so looking at it it's bittersweet leaving there is bittersweet because of all the great people I got to work with but, I know there's new challenges ahead, and for the most part, I'm ready for that because I find myself to be in a good space to know what I'm capable of and also know that I would have never been in that position if I didn't know what I was doing. And I feel like I do. and I, I think I'm in a um I think I'm in a good space at this point to actually show my worth and do what I need to do. I say all of that to say this, right? Sometimes change is good. You understand? Like, change is like... Even though we, you may feel... You're not ready for it. You may feel that... It's overbearing. Or it's not overbearing, but it's overwhelming. Sometimes you have to... Take that in stride. And then push forward. You'll never receive more than what you can handle. In life. You know what I'm saying? So... I can understand people being nervous about a new situation and doing what they have to do. But at the same time, if you have that trust and belief within yourself to actually, you know, go out here and make those moves, then honestly, you'll be unstoppable, but you have to have that confidence to do so. And... A lot of it comes from like just doing what you have to do and like having that faith within yourself to sit there and make those moves a lot of people they they get stuck in certain situations where you know they get stuck in certain positions or stuck in certain relationships or stuck in certain jobs that doesn't benefit them in the long run and i always ask myself why do you stick around for those you know i've seen friends family members Stick around and um, then be loyal to the wrong things. Be loyal to a job that doesn't give a fuck about you. Be loyal to a person that wouldn't piss on you if you was, fought, if you was on fire. So, I look at that and I'm like, Yo, why? Why do you stick around? You know, what is possessing you to stay? You understand? Know and a lot of it comes down to fear. Fear of not knowing. Where are you going to go with certain things, you know? Fear of not knowing what's behind that door that could lead to your success, you know? But the thing is, you wouldn't know where that door leads if you never go through it in the first place. If you never go through that door to find out what's behind it, you know, how would you, you know, how would you be able to figure out you know what you're going to do i think will smith says something that kind of caught me like you know fear doesn't live on the other side of the door you know success is over there but you have to get through that and then when you think about it it's true because once you actually decide to be like all right you know what i'm going to take this leap you realize that there was nothing to be afraid of the whole time you know and what's meant for you will be for you you understand so I tell people, I share this story and it may seem small In some cases, but it's really a big thing But um, What I want to tell people Is that Don't be afraid of what's next I was afraid of what's next At certain points, whether it be Both professionally and per- personally With, you know Relationships with certain positions, with certain people, that's in my life. You understand? Like, I was, I was afraid to cut people off. I was afraid to quit certain jobs because I didn't know. I really didn't know how to maneuver. You know, I really didn't have that belief in myself to actually push forward and get what was get what I deserve, get what's mine. But it's out there for you. And I don't have I don't really have that fear no more. At least in this situation, I don't have that fear no more to sit there and be like, oh no, nah, I can't, I can't make that next step. Sometimes we gotta pack that shit away and move forward because if not, we'll still stay stuck in the past. And then the fucked up part about it is we stay stuck in these situations and then got the audacity to call it comfort. Our comfort zone. I always feel like there should be no thing as a comfort zone because, you know, that doesn't really build growth. It doesn't build character. It actually, honestly, leaves you stagnant. And no one ever wants to stay stagnant because thanks to you, you know, you wake up and you're like 50 and you're 50, 55 wondering what the hell you've done with yourself. You know what you've done with your life. We never want to have to second guess that shit. So if you feel like you have a move that you want to make if you want to start that business go start that business If you want to take that job go take that job Go ask that girl out She may tell you no The business might fail You might not get the job But all of that's okay Because guess what you didn't die you didn't lose your life, you know you understand and The best part about it is you get to even if you get shut down it just gives you an opportunity just to really start back and do it over again and go back to the drawing board and figure out hey how can i tweak this how can i tweak this to my success so that way the next time i pull up i'm going to succeed i told you in my instagram post i had to sit there and do something do something new fail do something again fail again and then do something again, especially with um, this particular podcast, which led me to be number one in two different categories. A lot of that took a lot of trial and effort. Trial and error, I'm sorry. And honestly, I didn't even know what I was doing half the time. And shout out to the bro Ken who's been doing it. You know, he, he was able to help me with that. But at the same time, You know, I had to fail. I had to have some trash episodes before, you know, I had to come out here and actually do what I'm doing now. So, honestly, yeah, go fail. Go fail. Don't be afraid to do it, but do it and then go back to the drawing board. You know, a lot of people are afraid uh, afraid of failure and that's not good. I might seem like I'm rambling right now, but honestly... If one person hears this and is like, hey, I don't want to sit there and, you know, be in the position I am, be in the position that I'm in. I want better for myself. And then they decide to go and get better. I could definitely appreciate that because you'll be able to. um, You was able to find that confidence you have within yourself. And that's a really big thing. That's a really big thing. Confidence is key. Self awareness is sexy. Remember that. That's the King Talk, Jim. We'll be right back. What's up, world? This is the Chief Mally Mal, long live the Chief. And you're tuned in to King Talk with Mr. Aaron Sands. Don't go nowhere, baby. So one of the things I want to get into first is this um whole 50 cent and his son Marquise Jackson beef. Um it's kind of crazy it is real but it's really more unfortunate to say the least but it's understandable to an extent um for those who don't know or been living under a rock you're a no 50 cent son Marquise if um his pops 50 had been kind of been beefing back and forth on social media regarding um regarding the topic of child support and money now a little bit of backstory 57 been paying child support for marquise through um to his moms over the course of the past um over many years when he was like growing up and after they split apparently he's basically paid for a whole home Paid for both of the kids You know to go to school and do what they gotta do And also paid for You know the baby mother's Upkeep you know what I'm saying So Over the course of time you know There have been some You know back and forth between the parents As things happen with parents and everything Like that um, especially when parents Aren't really like together like that And they're just trying to co-parent You're gonna come across some issues And one of the, in the thing about that was Marquise ended up siding with his moms on that issue especially um you know when it comes down to like support and everything like that and Fitney he didn't really take that too take that too well you know what I'm saying because as he said on many interviews he was talking about um how he will pull up to the house and everything but then they he will move to different locations where he wouldn't pull outside, he wouldn't come outside, and things like that. So from 50 side, it seems like he's really trying to reach out to his son and everything like that. But his son is not really, you know, is pretty apprehensive about that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that turned into a whole blow up, especially when you also consider he was taking pictures with um, Slowbucks. And if you know Slow Bucks, you also know that 50 do not mess with him at all. Apparently, I think he's like the son or the grandson of um, Kenneth Supreme Griffin, you know, McGriffin. Um, And they had him and 50 had beef back in the days back in Queens. So basically, from what it seems like, it's like you're taking pictures with the ops and you're supposed to be you're actually taking pictures with the father's ops and you're you know you're supposed to be riding with family but then you're moving in this type of direction which is never good by the way um so there was some disdain between the two parties you know what I'm saying so yeah fast forward to recently and basically um Marquis Jackson was on Chuck no jokes on the stream. And he was just talking about how he was getting 6,700 a month from 50, but that's not enough living in New York state. Now I want to stop right there, right? Because mind you, he's saying this right as a 25 year old man, keyword man in this situation. Now let's do, let's, let do some numbers real quick. All right, let's, let's, let's put some math together. We're talking 6,700 a month, right? And keep in mind, this is for this is just sixty seven hundred for from his dad. You know what I'm saying? Which means his mom's is supposed to be putting up the other half. You know of of her support for the kid. You know what I'm saying? It's not people gotta understand this. And I really didn't want to get into a conversation about child support, but here we are. Child support is really that child support so money that is supposed to support the child between his former, his his younger years, from his formative years, to when he turns 18. You know, um, personal note, I, um, when my parents split up, my moms had to pay child support because she ended up leaving and, you know, breaking up and the way things worked out, that's how I ended up working out. So my moms ended up having to pay child support for that stretch of time between when I was like about 14, 15, until about like 18, you know, which was a whole thing. But, um, but yeah, that had to go down. Um, so yeah, basically getting into that, like, you gotta understand when it comes down to child support, is really it just for the kid. It's not for the mom to go out and buy weaves, buy sandals, spit it on her broke net, her next broke dude that, you know, she's smanging on. So, when you look at that, it, it's kind of a it's kind of a crazy thing. People get that misconstrued, so I wanted to make that clear. So let's get back into this money situation real quick, All right, guys? Um, Sixty seven hundred a month, right? Times twelve. So basically, you're um getting a grand total a year just from the father side of eighty thousand and four hundred dollars a month, right? And to some, it seems like, all right, you know, it seems like it's, you know, not that much. For some people, they feel like it's not that much, but I feel like the problem when you talk about people on the internet and everything, you kind of misconstrue how much is what you, you forget that, you know, there's average people making average money. You understand? And you really got to kind of, you really got to get your head out of that real quick, because there's a lot of people that's you know not making that type of money, you know, eighty thousand dollars a year is you know is a pretty big stretch, especially when you're talking about um when you're talking about like average income, you know, in, in America, and not only in the city, but in America. So you're probably wondering, like, hey, average income in in, in America, what's that right now? Overall, between men and women. Average income in America is $63,000, um, dollars according to um, World Population Review. Now, that might include with some inflation and everything like that, but at the same time, right now, going into um, 2022, the median, the average personal income, I'm sorry, the average personal income in the U.S. is sixty three, a little bit over $63,000. With the median income across the country being 44, right? So, you're looking at anywhere from 44 to 63. Nowhere in there, you're nowhere near $80,000. <laughs> Excuse me. You're nowhere near $80,000, right? So, he was talking about, to be fair, Mark, he was talking about, well, in New York City, you have to make you know, is eighty thousand, uh, sixty seven hundred is not going to be enough, and I'm glad he mentioned that. I, I really, I, I really am glad that he mentioned that because, um, you know, to be fair, area median income according to um, NYC Gov, the area um, area median income for New York is about um, one hundred twenty thousand, over one hundred twenty thousand dollars. You know. But to be fair, in 2021, the average annual pay of employees in New York totaled to a little bit over $88,000, you know, so when you look at it, is that $80,000 is literally the average to live in a city. Now, to be fair, you don't have to live in a city, you know what I'm saying? You could live upstate. You could live in the burbs and still make a pretty decent amount of change. You can still make, you know, make $80,000 work, especially in the suburbs. You know what I'm saying? Out in Poughkeepsie, you know, you sit there like average income is a little bit less than that. So if you're coming up there with $80,000 annually, you could do, you know, you could do a, you could, you know, you could do a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You could put, you could put together, you could put together a little something. Here's the thing, the, and I feel like this is kind of the difference when it comes down to. Um, it's kind of the difference when it comes down to um, Fifty and his son. Yes, they look alike, you know, but one thing I can say just by like just by hearing him talk about this shit is that you know he doesn't have that hustle mentality and i I know people be like oh well you know people are going to make what they're going to make yeah granted but number one if you feel you can't make eighty thousand dollars work at least in the tri-state area then yeah you're not moving your money smart enough you're not setting yourself up smart enough you know what i'm saying at a certain point when you're making a certain amount of money you got to make it work for you You know what I'm saying? So that way everything could work out. So, um, after that interview came out, 50 Cent was out here trolling. And he states the following. According to Yahoo Entertainment, you know, after dropping, um, a subtle response to his son's child support claims, I think he did a video regarding, um, that whole situation. Uncle Murder came to the hotel room Talking about hey, you know, I don't ask you for much, but can I get like, you know, it's possible I could just, you know, get sixty, seven hundred dollars a month, you know, real quick. And they kind of just like laughed it off, you know? So but he ended up touching, you know, he ended up touching on um on this in in the video. So he says in just real simple, quote, fuck this nigga's crazy. <laughs> You're 25 years old why are you still talking about child support and I'm gonna be honest with you unquote and I'll be honest with you you got a valid point you, typically you should stop talking about child support at 19 because you really can't really get that anymore you understand you're not a child anymore you're, you're a legal adult by that time so for you to come out as a 25 year old man Crying about child support Is bonkers to me Because I'm like listen At 25 when I was 25 I was out here working I was on my bullshit too to be fair But I was still out here getting the bag Now it wasn't $80,000 worth of a bag But I was still out here Getting it nonetheless You know And I'm gonna be honest with you Like Sometimes you have You know you have to do what you have to do You know and i don't think you know especially in the city really got to do what you have to do because it's the big difference between being getting money and being homeless that's a thin line in this city you could be getting money one day out here and the next day you write you right at one two fifth in um lexington trying to catch that bus to go to um, go to the shelter if you know you know so yeah like It just sounds crazy to me, you know. As a man, for to see another man, you know, complain about his dad not giving him six, not giving him enough money for child support, as a twenty-five-year-old man, you got to make it work now. You're grown, but then things got a little bit personal. So basically, um, fifty cents son comes to find out come and find out for he said son is offering $6,700 to spend a day with his dad and he says according this is according to there's also according to um, Yahoo Entertainment. actually no this is coming off his Instagram I'm sorry it's coming right off his Instagram and he's saying quote since y'all think $6,700 is so much money Someone told my pops I'll pay him $6,700 for just 24 hours of his time so we can do everything I ever wanted to do with him as a kid red, yellow, green whatever color he liked. unquote Um, and he even flipped his dad's notorious broke Instagram photo where he had the $100 bills and it all spelled out broke he um, actually kind of did a twist to that, a little flip to that when he put the hundred dollars, hundred dollars worth of um hundred dollars in, in words and spelt out entitled. Which honestly, I know it is. I'm sorry. You 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 can't side with you. for me, you can't side with your mom's and take pics with the ox, with your pox ox, you know what I'm saying, and expect to now try to build back that relationship it it, is it's it's tough now to be fair family's family and family should be able to patch things up but let's be real how many times family is going to tell you to kiss your ass you know what i'm saying before you know you stop putting your ass out you understand now what's unfortunate about this and i hate going worst case scenario with this because you know you should never have to go that far, but to be fair, you know it's something to really think about. If they be like, what, like, God forbid, something happened to either one of them, and then they ended up beefing like this, you got to think about it now, like this too. It's like, all right, the time that you had with each other, you could have spent trying to patch this shit up, but instead, you're out here beefing. You're out here. You know, going back and forth. And I'm going to be honest with you. Um, that's never good. There's a lot of things that, you know, we wish we could patch up and everything like that. Especially when, when somebody's gone or somebody's out of our life completely. And honestly, um, you never want to get to that point where you're now regretting that you didn't do those things. No matter what they did. You know what I'm saying? Because when they're gone, you're going to wish for those, for that time back now to be fair you know his son is trying to be on some petty shit and he's trying to be on some petty shit with his father and the worst part about it is we already know 50's petty so it's one thing to be petty and broke it's a completely other thing to be petty rich and you know you're beefing with somebody that don't fuck with you you know what I'm saying like if like i'm right like me personally i'm already petty as is right really am as a regular guy and i'm just a regular guy i'm really like you know petty as is but if i feel like i, I feel like if i had like real real money and if i ain't fuck with you like i am be honest with you like you you're gonna have you're gonna have plenty of plenty of bad days plenty of bad days because I actually got not only... I'm actually... Not only that I'm petty, but I actually got money to sit there and fund my pettiness. And that's never good. But when you're talking about family... um, You... Do want to at least... I can see where he's going to try to at least patch things up. I don't think it's going to be patched up. But I do feel that the conversation does have to be had. Um, And... I'm. I've been telling people all week. If you can at least have the conversation and see where things go, then I think that's worth something. You know what I'm saying? Um, if it goes the way you want it to go, great. If it doesn't, that's great too. You're you're more than welcome to agree and agree to disagree. But at the end of the day, you gotta at least have the conversation. And I'm gonna be honest, I really do hope that they do. You know, talk it out and patch it up because a lot of times fathers get the bad rap of not being there and everything and sometimes fathers aren't there but sometimes the fathers aren't there because the mother allows it for um mother situate situation situa- places a situation for to for him not to be there you know so we have to look at it we have to look at it as that as well um But yeah, it is a tough situation because you're looking at family and you don't want families apart, especially, you know, with black families. We got to do better. We definitely got to do better. Hey, what up? It's your boy Aaron Sands, and I know you're enjoying this episode of King Talk right now, but I want to dive in a little bit and talk about the Premier Boys podcast. You got me, Aaron Sands, Ken the Gentleman, the homie Roddy Rod, and long live the chief Mally Mal, all in the building, talking about the hottest entertainment topics, the hottest news topics, and giving our own take on what's going on out here in these streets it can get raunchy it could get crazy you might even be talking about somebody's mama who knows but every wednesday at midnight check us out on apple good Pods. don't forget to drop that five star rating and all wherever else you hear your podcast i'm back to the show man I want to take the time to thank everybody for tuning in to King Talk with Aaron Sands. You already know what it is. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns or anything that I've discussed in tonight's episode, leave it in the comment box below. I'll look at it. Best comments that I see, I will definitely comment back and talk about these topics with you. Um, in the meantime, if you want to follow me, you try and look for me, follow me on IG at Aaron Sands Premier. Link in the description. Twitter. King Talk Sands. Link in the description. Good Pods. King Talk Sands. Link in the description for all three social media sites. Listen, that's all I got this week. Tune in next week. Be back on Fridays. One episode a week. You already know what it is. It's King Talk Sands. the demands Aaron sands. And you already know what it is. If... It's Friday. It's damn short King Talk. Thanks again. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Peace. What's up, world? This is the Chief Mally Mile, long-lived Chief. And you're tuned in to King Talk with Mr. Aaron Sands. Don't go nowhere, baby.